0: Hi everyone welcome back to talking with T the podcast the podcast where we talk everything about women anything and everything so i'm back this week we are talking about periods contraception everything about that this is something i'm really passionate about because it's not really spoken about it is more now but it used to be so taboo to talk about your period and it is so normal Um, And there's so much that comes with your period that no one even tells you, especially doctors. Let's just chat about some of the symptoms. Symptoms can vary from nothing to so much. Um, I read a statistic the other day that 90% of women who are menstruating say that they experience some type of symptom. Like whether that's cravings, sore boobs, um period cramping stuff like that and 32 to 40 percent of people who have their periods report that this pain is so severe that they have to miss work school or like sporting whatever which is ridiculous that's like nearly half of people that have their period have extreme pain which is just ridiculous like we don't choose to have our periods so why does it come with all this pain like plus we have to pay for products on top of it it's just ridiculous i read the other day also that a woman usually gets her period for around 40 years so like from the ages like 12 to 52 around that kind of thing before you go into um what's it called oh my god i've just lost the word <laughs> when you're like mature, too mature to have a period What is it? Oh my god. Menopause. How did that take me so long? Menopause. Until you go through menopause. That on average, you will spend around $19 a month on period products and over that span of time that's $9,379.73 if you go off the statistic of $19.54 each month. That is like nearly $10,000 on period products in a woman's lifetime which is absolutely ridiculous. Obviously there's so many other options now where you don't like if you're more conscious of the earth there's like the cup, the undies now which is so cool i have those personally um because i got my period back after pregnancy and i'm still breastfeeding so i've got mine back already which is ridiculous what a rip-off um but yeah that's just a lot of money if you think about it and these products should not cost any money like we don't choose to have a period and we shouldn't have to pay for the products that we have to use to be able to be hygienic during a period I guess that leads us into other things to do with periods so like endo so endometriosis it affects one in ten women so that's quite high and I think that having that would be so much more painful and there is like there is not much help out there for people who have endo so it's oh i seen like a um one like a picture of a uterus that had endo and it's just oh it's, trauma- it's traumatizing what women's bodies have to endure and honestly that comes with like so like endo comes with so much more than just period cramps it's also fertility issues and stuff like that it's oh, it's honestly they say it's contraction like when you have endo which is crazy because you shouldn't have to go through birth unless you're actually going through birth so the symptoms that come with your average um, cycle is headache fatigue bloating irritability this affects three and four women which is absolutely crazy we shouldn't have to spend like because obviously you're ovulating like over a week of that time you have your period so pretty much all the month around you've got different symptoms you're on a high you're on a low it's a big fluctuation of the body and our our menstrual cycle is just crazy, how we have to deal with all these changes on a constant high and a constant low, um, soreness, like fatigue. It's a lot. It's a lot to take in, which is just women have it tough and just being able to deal with all these body changes is enough. I guess now I'm going to just say a little bit of my struggle with um, periods. Um, I didn't have a period from like end of high school. So maybe like grade 12 till just before I had Rory. That's when it started to kind of come back. So I was very skinny. I was awfully skinny. I was like forty kilos. And obviously, when you lose that much weight and you're at an unhealthy weight, you have no period, which is crazy. Um, and it's quite stressful as well. Um, sometimes I'd have like a day where I would just bleed out of the blue. But other than that, I rarely ever like I don't I didn't have a proper period at all. Um, so obviously you can just tell how that affects your whole body and your moods and stuff so my whole body was out of whack and just before um because I had some cysts on my ovaries before I had Rory maybe five or so months before that and I was getting acupuncture done on my feet um to try and reduce like those cysts and they actually went away but now they're back so that's great um only one of them but that's okay um they are quite painful and it's just, I was trying the natural way of trying to heal them and it actually worked for me. It doesn't mean that's gonna work for everyone. Um, but yeah, so I was on the pill until maybe a, maybe a year out of high school. So maybe when I was like 18, I think I went off of it. Um, because I could just tell how it was affecting my body and yeah, it was just, it was a lot it yeah and I didn't like the fact that I was messing with my hormones that you can skip a period and I didn't like how if you skipped it like your body would be out of whack and I had no idea what was in this and considering that there is a big fact sheet and there's this big like pretty much a poster board of (laughs) what the pill consists of (laughs) um is not a nice feeling so I guess this leads us into contraception. Um, so, there's obviously so many type of contraception. There's like condoms, there's pill, um, there's the implant, IUD, um, the injections at the depot, um, there's the morning after pill, there's a contraceptive ring, and a diaphragm. So, there's so many different ones out there that you can use to protect yourself, not only from STDs, but protecting yourself if you do not want to get pregnant. Um, there's so many out there and honestly um I'm not in on any contraception right now um but I think that contraception um I'm natural forms so like obviously condoms are not they're not natural but like they're not messing with your hormones um all these like injections and stuff they do they can potentially mess with your hormones um And there's so many risks that come with messing with all these kind of things. And I just want to read some out for you. So there's one of the main ones is blood clots, um, cholesterol levels. They can be tampered with migraines, headaches, high blood pressure, cardiovascular disease and types of cancer. Honestly, they can come with oral contraception. I, that's just what I've um, did my research on that's just with oral um, there's obviously so many other risks with like injecting things into your body as well similar to taking the pill um, I guess they um, a lot of people find them highly effective and I honestly like whatever suits your lifestyle and whatever you think helps your periods and excuse me, don't be rude. Um, yeah. So whatever you think helps is obviously going to be beneficial for you. Um, but personally I don't take any of these comp- tr- ins because I just feel like it just messed with my body too much. And I feel my, um, naturopath actually said that the pill, um, actually caused some of my cysts. So, um, that's why I will not go back on the pill. Um, because it's it's very risky for my body and I don't like putting things into my body that I don't really know what they are, so yeah. Obviously, being a girl is so hard. This conversation comes quite naturally to me because obviously women and those with the uterus really have a hard time being able to deal with all these things. Um, but yeah, obviously, um, really ask and do your research before this. Um, obviously... When I went on the pill, no one even told me the side effects of going on the pill. They were just like, yeah, it can help you with your acne. It can help you control your periods. Like, woo, this is so fun. No, it's not fun. It. They just, I think they just skim over it, prescribe you whatever. I feel like some doctors just don't care that much. They're just like, yeah, whatever. Um. Yeah, this protects you from getting pregnant, which is what most people have it for but they're not doing the research that they need because doctors they think that the doctors would tell them all these things and they honestly out of 10 times they probably don't so honestly it's just yeah there's so many um different kinds of contraception out there you just have to find the best for you but I guess what I'm trying to say is Find the best for you. Be safe when you're having sex. Honestly, use a condom if you don't know the person. And really just have that conversation about it. Because if you're having sex, honestly, there's a chance you're going to be able to get pregnant. Like whatever you're on. Like the pill, whatever. But safe sex is the best sex. Woo! So, since I don't have many followers of my podcast. And that's okay. I still love doing it. Um, I just went to um, a girls room forum and I asked the question, let me answer your questions on my podcast. I said, ask me your questions and I will answer them. So questions I got was, can I get pregnant during my period? And I actually had to look this up because I thought you couldn't, but there is actually a chance. They're really low, but there is a chance. So the bleeding itself does actually not prevent a pregnancy. Um, But it doesn't promote pregnancy either because you're not like ovulating like at your highest rate. So you can actually get pregnant still, which is really crazy. I didn't know that, but wow. Obviously, the risk of pregnancy. So before your period is it's like elevating until that day. And then after your ovulation, it comes down. So like your lowest chances are coming off after arm ovulation. So you still have to be careful while you're on your period because you might be that little chance in there. Another common question is, why is my period late? So obviously the first, right off the bat, take a pregnancy test. Maybe you're pregnant. How do you know? You never know until you test, right? Um, And then after that, honestly, there's so many... Like factors that can come in when you have a late or missed period. It could be stress levels, medication, your diet, over-exercising, your weight, um, just fluctuations in your hormones. Like there's so many things that come. Like when you're really a woman, there's just so many things that can alter these changes in your body, which is. Next question is, how long after having unprotected sex can the emergency pill be taken? Um, It's 72 hours, so three days, but obviously the quicker the better. Um, Yeah, the more effective it is, the closer to the first 12 hours is the ultimate time. So obviously the later you take it, the more, the less effective it will be. Another question is, will the pill make me put on weight? Honestly, I can't answer this because everyone is different. This is something I carry on about all the time. All of our bodies are different. So, some make you put on weight, some make you lose weight, some make your boobs grow, some don't. Like it's honestly your body and how the pill takes to your body, like your lifestyle, all that kind of thing. I kind of sound like a doctor right now, but I am not. Let me just like make a little disclaimer here. I am not a doctor, I am not a professional, these are just my pure research and personal experiences, (laughs) oh my god I have to put a little disclaimer in there because I don't want anyone to take this as doctor advice, if you are actually struggling um, please see a doctor, if you are, if you actually need professional advice go see a doctor, go see someone um, and they will help you and hopefully you will be able to give the right questions um, to be able to get the answers you need. So that's what I'm pretty much here for, is to say. Get your questions prepared when you go to the doctor because you need to get as much information from them, and reliable information instead of them sending you away with contraception and you have no idea, or they give you something and you're like, I don't even know what this does. I don't know what's gonna do to me. So yeah, these are just a few few of the questions that were asked. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to give a little bit of insight and. These are the most common questions I feel like so hopefully it will give you a bit more information but obviously I'm not a doctor but this is just talking from previous experiences and research that I have done. before creating this podcast obviously so that wraps up our podcast for today i hope you guys enjoyed it and i hope you guys got a little bit more insight into periods and contraception um and some of the risks that you may have not known about Um, but don't forget to ask those questions to your doctor and don't forget to be well educated so yes it's really important because it's our body it's our health you know so don't forget to follow the podcast instagram talking with t just the T. Dot podcast on Instagram, and if you want to follow my personal Instagram, it's Tara Shea with four E's. If you have any recommendations for future podcasts, please leave them on my Instagram. Send me a DM. If you have any questions that you want to send in, send them to my Instagram at talkingwitht.podcast. and I will include them in a relevant podcast. So I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.